Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Let's take just a second, you and I, and let's just talk for a minute. First of all, I want to say I love you. I love you in Jesus, but I love you also as a man or a woman. I love you because I know you're a soul winner. See, because what this is really all about, you listening to this radio program, all of this Bible prophecy, all this warning stuff, what this is really all about is filling the kingdom of God. You know that, and I know that. Now, right now, I understand, just like you do, people want to hear about Jesus. They don't want to go to church. They don't want to read their Bible. They don't want to pray. All they want to do is just have fun. But soon, things are going to change. And when they change, they're probably going to change pretty hard, so say the prophets. Because just like Jeremiah sixteen nineteen through 21 says... Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit, and they have made unto themselves gods that are not gods. Therefore, this once I will cause them to know. I will cause them to know my might and my power, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. There is a great revival. We've talked about this, double portion miracles. And I don't know how long it is, but I don't think it's too long. I don't know that it's weeks. It might be months, but it's probably only a few years away. Now, here's the point. The reason you listen to the radio program, the reason you get these books, DVDs, and this information is so that when the time comes, when people come to you and they ask you questions about what in the world is going on, the whole world falling apart, I mean, you're going to be able to give an answer. You're going to be able to point them to Jesus. Okay, so you know and I know that this is not about us selling DVDs. And this is not about you deciding which DVDs you want to get. This is about what the Spirit of God wants to do by helping us get information that he has put in us. He gives us information. we got to get it out to you. That's our job. And it's your job is to listen and get as much information as you possibly can. It's not about, well, hey, can I get these people to give donations? And it's not about, hey, can I get the best deal from this ministry? Okay, it's about building his kingdom. You know that, and I know that. Now, what we need to do, though, is keep our attitude right and get as much information as we can possibly afford. It's, the devil, you know, makes money by corrupting people, but it seems like the Lord loses money trying to win souls. It's a crazy thing, but it's true. So here's what we're going to do. Today, we're going to be listening to The Babylonians Are Coming. Now, first of all, let me give you the background on the other DVDs as part of this set. The reason we can put them in a set is that way we can get you lots and lots and lots of information. I mean, it's going to take you hours, if not weeks, to go through some of these. Probably you're going to have to watch them several times because there's going to be a day that someone's going to come up and ask you a question, and you want to be able to answer the question and lead them to the Lord. You want to be able to take their hand and say, here, pray with me. Make Jesus Lord of their life. The seven DVDs we have as part of this gift offer today is Top Soviet War Plans for America. Okay, this is by Jeff Nyquist. Guy read over 750 books from Soviet defectors who revealed the secret Russian plans to defeat America, destroy America. Then, using the writings of these Russian defectors and military intelligence, Jeff shows the plans of Russia and her allies and how they're ready to attack. The Russian military has untrackable mobile ICBMs, the largest submarine fleet in the world, and building them faster than ever. The Russian strategic rocket forces are on permanent alert, ready to launch a surprise nuclear attack at any moment. 
they're stocking up enough supplies for their entire population to survive underground for three to four years. Tell me that's not an accident. Russian scientists are developing nuclear earthquake weapons. You just heard about one here just recently. They just openly announced. We got it. Okay. Then Russian defector warns America. This is by Stanislav Lunev, the highest ranking Russian military officer ever to defect to America. We had him speak, make a DVD. He tells us that from 20 to 50 suitcase nukes have been secreted away all across America. Then, of course, my favorite speaker, Henry Gruber. I saw subs attack America. Some of the most credible visions about the Russians attacking America. Then I made a DVD called Russian Bear Awakes, and I show you Russian military equipment capable of defeating America, such as the quietest submarine in the world. They call it the Black Hole. No, we don't have anything that quiet, so the newspapers say. And then Russia's secret weapon to defeat America by Bill Sneblin. He explains the most advanced military weapon known in the world today, scalar wave. Now get a load of this. It can knock out anything on the land, on the sea, under the sea, in the air, any place on the globe, any time they want to, with very little trace of who did it. It can also cause large portion of the atmosphere to get super hot, making tornadoes, hurricanes, super cold, ice storms, and it can send down fire or sparks out of the atmosphere. In other words, like make fires, like going on in California right now, scalar wave, okay. (laughs) The point is, I'm trying to say is, we are close to the last days. Now, here's what we're going to do today. Babylonians are coming is the DVD we're going to listen to. This is by Pastor Massey. He gives eight dreams about the attack on America, including one in which he saw a submarine push up on our beaches, releasing soldiers out of a submarine, and our weapons would not fire back at them. Now, let's go listen to Pastor Massey and the Babylonians are coming. Clothings. I saw one of the video clips where people of God were casting out demons, and the demons spoke and told how they bring the fashion. Many demons bring the fashion, introduce the fashion. And what happened, this demon said, they introduced the skinny jeans and yoga pants. Why? Because we want to seduce these men that they will go to hell and also these ladies to go to hell. So sisters, you better not be wearing those clothes Skinny jeans and yoga pants. Amen. 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 Because that is really invention of the devil. Amen Amen to that. You better be wearing a modest clothes. Praise God. Let me share something with you. When I saw this vision, church is full of goats. And then I was wondering what's going to happen. And then I saw Jesus walking on the, you know, sidewalk of the church. And they have tears. I said, Jesus, why are you weeping? He said, I went to the church. I knock, I knock, but nobody have opened the door for me. Can you imagine? This is the kind of condition of the church. I've been in many, many churches. And many churches will say, Pastor, you know, please, this much time you're going to be speaking. Some of the churches, like Methodist churches and those 
other churches which are mainline denomination, they say, Pastor, make sure that you should not preach more than 15 minutes. But because you're a guest speaker, we're going to give you another five minutes. You can go, you know, up to 20 minutes, but not more than that. Our people are going to be really mad. And then one of the pastors say, you know, Pastor must say, hey, don't make the altar call because our people don't like the altar call. I said, my goodness. Anyway, I forgot what pastor told me. <laughs> and I made the altar call and everybody stood up to repent. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to Jesus. In a one occasion, this was a very interesting. Uh, I was uh, invited to preach uh, in this church in Nebraska. I have no idea, you know, what kind of this church is. So as I went, this was a Lutheran church, ELCA, an Evangelical <laughs> Lutheran Church Association. Those who believe in homosexuals are okay and everything goes. I did not know anything about that church. I went there and they said, no, Pastor Masih, you're going to put a gown. Okay, I said, okay, that'll be fine. Because I thought, you know, Paul said, you know, when I was among the Jews, I'll be Jew. Among the Gentiles, I'm going to be a Gentile so that I could win some for Jesus. I said, I'm going to do this. Whatever I can do, you know. I don't care if they're telling me to wear a gown and I will do it. But when I went to the pulpit to preach... The Lord said to me, preach about homosexuals. <laughs> I said, okay, Lord, I will preach about the homosexuals. And uh, when I started preaching about the homosexuals, the people stood up in the church service. They said, Pastor Massey, that's a wrong interpretation. It's not right what you're telling me. I said, but this is very clear. If this is in the Bible. I'm not changing it. I'm just reading from the Bible. And one of the ladies, she stood up. She said, Pastor Massey, I believe that is in the Bible. But can you make it a little bit nicer? Tone it down? And you know? I said, okay, let me ask you, sister. Are you married? She said, yes. I asked her, if your husband sleep with another woman, with whom he is not married, what you will call that action? She said, he is committing adultery. I said, that is very harsh. Can you a little bit tone it down and change it? You know, and just say, he did it for change. <laughs> you know, I preach like that. And uh, my goodness, that was uh, my bad Sunday. But a good Sunday too. Good Sunday that uh, half of the church was on my side. And that's why we started the church in Nebraska now. A new church. <laughs> and, uh, and then the bad Sunday was they did not take up any offering for me that day. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I don't care. You know, praise God. You know, God called me to warn. Amen. And if I don't do my duty correctly, 
I will not be punished. So I better be doing what God has called me to do. Amen to that. And uh, here we see Revelation chapter 3 verse 14 and 17. And unto the angel of the church of Laodicea, write these things, saith the Amen, the faithful, the true witness. The beginning of the creation of God, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. So you see, this is the condition of the church. If you have watched the War Room movie, have you watched the War Room movie? You know, this, uh, this, uh, this uh, real estate agent, oh, she likes to, she said to the lady, do you drink coffee with a room temperature? <laughs> you know, most of the Christians like a room temperature. They're neither hot nor cold. We need to be hot for Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. And if we're not hot for Jesus, he's going to spit, you know, spit us out from his mouth. The warning is there. Many Christians are distorting. Many pastors are distorting this word of God. It's very clear. Hey, this, this letter is to the church. It's not to the, to the homosexual. This is not to George W. Bush. This letter is not to Obama. This letter is not to George Soros. This letter is not to Nancy Pelosi. This letter is to the church. Amen. Amen. And God is saying to the church, because you are neither cold nor hot, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. No matter if you were once, you know, born again one time, but because you are not really following me, you're not bearing fruit, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. So that means you're gone. You're going to spend your eternity in hell. This is very, very clear. Even a little child can understand what it really means. If Jesus says, I'm going to remove your lampstand. If Jesus said, I'm going to remove your name from the book I have written. What does that mean? If your name is removed from the book of life which he has written, are you going to go to heaven? But these pastors have no clue, no idea. And that's what I saw in hell. Those pastors were also burning in hell. Because they have sold their soul to the devil. Because they don't want to offend anybody. And that's why the wrath of God is going to be poured on, on this country. That's very, very important for us to know. And God offers. He says, if you buy this gold from me, you know, I want to bless you. I want to give you the new clothes and everything. So we see, read, read in these Bible passages. Then we read in First Peter chapter 4, verse 17 and 19. For the time is coming. That the judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their soul to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. So praise God. You know we need to be really really walking on the narrow path. Amen. Narrow Amen. path. Amen. No, no right, no left. Right. Follow Jesus Christ. Amen. The second vision I have. Is Babylonians are coming. This was really a terrible vision. I had when I was visiting Arizona. Let me share this vision. I was visiting this town called Arizona, uh, 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 not 
Payson, how how you say Payson? Payson. Uh, please forgive me. I have sometimes difficult time to pronounce some of those names of the city. And the Lord said, "I have brought you to this country like my prophet Jeremiah. I used Jeremiah to warn my people in Israel that the Babylonians were coming and were going to take their sons and daughters to be slaves. That they were going to kill them. That they were going to take over their land." that they were going to take their gold silver everything so i will use you to warn the people what is coming if they do if they do not repent so we say when god gave me this vision it was so scary vision when i saw that vision that the babylonians are coming i remember it made me sick i had a high fever remember in the book of daniel when daniel had the vision he got sick and uh, i had a high fever that night and next morning i have to preach in a two services and i remember i took a number of tylenols or advil whatever it was available on that time that i could preach i was shivering i was so scared and i was sick for one week what i saw and people not willing to believe but now i see what is happening before 2001 i used to tell this thing but people didn't believe me and after 911 happened the people start calling me oh pastor masay we thought that you not telling us the truth but now we know that you are telling us the truth this is going to happen as god told the people of israel to repent and if they will not repent they're going to come and take your sons and take your daughters this is what is happening just think about a guy came from kenya married a girl from wichita kansas okay what happened in the result that guy her son became the president of united states and he is promoting islam he is not willing to say anything negative about islam please understand i am not against him as a person but i'm against his values his uh, things what he says he should be telling the truth but he is not willing to tell us the truth that's what happened when we don't accept the message when god sent his prophets so that's what is happening and it's, it's coming over here it's coming over here so we're going to talk more on those things november 5 2008 in this dream i saw a dark cloud like winter over the us like it was a wasteland towns were like ghost towns it was a scary place to be the streets were abandoned there were no lights it was very dark i didn't see any people but somehow i knew that they were in hiding proverbs chapter 28 verse 28 says when the wicked rise men hide themselves but when they are perished righteous righteousness increase a righteous increase when i had this vision i was running and running trying to hide because i knew the military was coming after me and they were going to capture me 
The homes looked abandoned and even seems haunted, demonic, like you have, you know, you may have seen in the horror movies. The soldiers were going from house to house, searching for people. These soldiers were not American soldiers, but rather looked like a foreign soldiers to me. I didn't see them find anyone, but somehow I knew that there were already many that had been gathered. What happened when I had this vision, uh, the people were gathered. They were, they were captured from their homes. And I saw that they were taken to a place, like a camp kind of place. There people are standing in a line, and on the other end there's a guillotine. And that was very, very scary. I knew today we're going to die. I saw my wife in the line. And when I saw her, I told her that, don't you know that your head is going to be chopped off today? Let me share. She said, yes, I know. Then I said to her, did you get the anesthesia injection into your neck so that you will not feel any pain? I got injection that so that when my neck is cut, I will not feel any pain. She said, what do you mean by anesthesia injection? There is no such thing. They are not going to give us such a thing. Their job is to torture, torture us. I am not really talking about that injection. I am talking about whether or not you apply the blood of Jesus on your neck. Just ask the Lord to apply the blood of Jesus so that when you go under the guillotine, you will not feel any pain. You are willing to die for Jesus. She said, yes. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. That's one of the message the Lord really brought me in this country. I used to tell, hey, these two guys are running for election. Mitt Romney and uh, what was the other guy? Obama. I said, if this is first of all, they both are evil, okay? James Dobson said, there's no such thing, bigger evil, lesser evil. Evils are evil, okay? This is a, such a bad thing. This country, which was founded on a Christian principle, and here's the two guys, one is a Muslim and other is a Mormon, to run for the highest office. That is a shame, such a shame, that we don't have any godly man to run for this country, for that highest office. So the time is coming, the Lord showed me that America committed another sin by electing Obama as a president. Many of you may be thinking that all of the kings, queens, president, rulers of nations are ordained by God. I am not denying that they are not ordained by God. They are Let's see here. First Samuel chapter 8 verse 10. We read a story of Saul. These Israelites went to Samuel and they asked him, Samuel, we need a king. We must have to have a king. So what happened? Samuel went with this message before God. And God said, you know, let them have a king. Because they're asking for. So let's see what happened. We read in 1 Samuel chapter 8 verse 10, Samuel found Saul and anointed him as a king. God has a perfect will and permissive will. You see, when, next picture I'm going to show you, actually the picture, when 
Samuel anointed Saul to be the king over Israel, he used the flask of oil to anointed Saul to be the king over Israel. Did we read it here somewhere? Okay, let's read here. So Samuel anointed Saul with the flask of oil. But when he anointed David to be the king over Israel, let's see. Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David. Difference in how the two men were anointed. Saul was anointed with the oil from the flask, which is made by man. David was anointed by Samuel with the horn, in the oil in the horn. Amen? So horn is made up by whom? God. So we see God has a perfect will and a permissive will. It was not God's will for Saul to be the king over Israel, but he allowed because people want it. Okay. Sometime, many times people told me, we got what we deserve. When we talk about Obama, they say, we, we, we got what we deserve. That is true. So, so this is what I saw. I allowed Obama to be the president so that I could judge this nation. In other words, God allowed Obama to be elected president of the United States for forerunner of the Antichrist in another dream. Thus, you see in this picture, you know, there's a Saul getting anointed by Samuel and there's a David. The two different pictures. So there's another thing. When I saw this leader, one of the leader who was shot in my, in, in the dream I saw, that this leader was shot in the dream, he's protected by a very strong demon, high-ranking demon. And this high-ranking demon's job is to influence and protect him and create chaos. God told me in another dream that I should pray against that high-ranking demon so he will leave that person and then God will remove that person from his rank and position of power. I must confess here, when God showed me who is that person, who is controlled by that high-ranking demon, I did not pray much about it. And that's why when God tells us we should take it very, very seriously, seriously, and should pray against those demonic forces of the evil one. So I am really sorry for that. The way we see things today, they are not happening by man, but rather by spiritual force. This high-ranking demon, actually several demons working together in this man. And I was very much shocked because we should know that we wrestle not against the flesh and blood, but against principalities, power rulers, and doctors of wicked spirits. And we should be praying against those forces of the evil one. Because those guys, those who are doing evil in the country, they are controlled by those demons. And uh, then I saw in this dream, this was a very interesting... 
I'm going to interrupt right there, but I really want you to get these seven DVDs. Top Soviet War Plans for America, Russian Defector Warns America, I Saw Subs Attack America, Russian Bear Awakes, Babylonians Are Coming, Russia's Secret Weapon, Storm Judgment and Revival, and The First 34 Orders. Also, get Jeff Nyquist's book, Origins of the Fourth World War Free, valued at $230 for a gift of $50. But... You can call 785-266-1112 and get a code and go to WatchProphecyClub.com and you can watch all seven of them for the next 90 days for a gift of just 20 bucks. 785-266-1112. 785-266-1112. Watch all seven of them for 90 days, gift of $20. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for those gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. The Extreme Summer Blowout is now in effect. You can get 50 DVDs for $250, that's $5 each. 25 for 160, that's 640 each. 15 for 120, that's 8 bucks each. 10 for 100, obviously $10 each. 6 for 70, 4 for 50, and 2 for $30. You can go to prophecyclub.com. There's a list of all the DVDs there, or you can call us and ask for the summer catalog, or download the catalog at prophecyclub.com. Flip through it, then decide which DVDs you want. That's 785-266-1112, and it expires soon. Call 785-266-1112 today. Some restrictions apply.